0: Who needs an alarm in the morning
1: when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: What up, what up, this your boy, I got a man shout
0: out to the progress report you. Know today is the progress report all right what's going on this your girl la la shepherd man this is conversations with la la presented by the progress report man and i am super honored to be sitting here speaking with mr gutta gutta because i know you don't do many interviews so this is a privilege to me so man how you feeling today
1: i'm feeling good man and i, and I appreciate you having me on the show absolutely
0: absolutely yeah we had some technical difficulties at first but we here now so it's all good it's all good um so talk good. to me man um you know you you definitely put out some music last year and i think all the fans was like wow like you know we was happy and just you know ready ready to hear new music from you so just talk about um just what got you back motivated remotivated to release new music
1: just that the fans the fans, they a lot, so many, just every day I wake up and I get on social media and I just see different comments even when I'm out. Like if I'm at a gas station or if I'm out eating or something and somebody walk up to me and just ask me about music, putting out music again and it's just, one day I just got motivated and ran in the studio and just started recording a bunch of shit. Respect. Yeah. And then I dropped, um, I dropped the tape Seven Slugs on the, mm-hmm. on the perch and um, yeah, I'm a, probably drop some more music this month too.
0: Okay, it's definitely time for that. Um, talk about like how many mixtapes and and albums do you have out cuz like if if people don't know like you got a crazy work ethic and your resume is very extensive. So, how many projects do you have all together?
1: Um, if we include group projects? Everything. Uh, we yeah, I don't even know honestly because you got to go all the way back to the squad up era and all of those projects. That's like maybe seven or eight projects then you got the the um young the next young money era which was the drake Nicki and and all of that era that was another i don't know how many projects i was a part of with that and then you got my mixtape right. my mixtape catalog which is about five five that i put out like it's about five extra ones that i didn't put out that got pretty big through the internet but it wasn't really something I released like it was just like some some bootleg shit that just blew up
0: got you got you that'd be the best though man I think mixtapes is always the best because it's just like raw you know what I mean I think people appreciate mixtapes um talk about who were some of your musical influences you know what I mean who would you like listening to outside of yourself um just as a youngster and just you know as you started doing music
1: honestly I don't listen to myself a lot but the, my the my biggest influence is probably was like the high Boys, all of the high Boys. Of course, Wayne, you know that for a fact. But of course, DJ, Juvenile, Soldier Slim, uh, a lot of East Coast rappers too, like Dipset, uh, mm. A Property, the Locks, like just a bunch of different. I like a bunch of different stuff, like West Coast too. I like a lot of different West Coast artists too, like the Game. For sure, and, and a, a few other artists on the West Snoop. Oh, and yeah. I've been to newer artists like Kendrick and you know people like that.
0: Okay, respect, respect. Um, talk about coming up in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I mean, New Orleans is a crazy place, but it's also a, a beautiful place right. if you if you be able to see it for what it's worth. You know what I mean? Like just you just you you got if you know how to stay on one side of the fence, then you'll be okay. But once mm. you cross that line, that's when it, it get crazy.
0: True. I hear that. I hear that. Um, how did how did twenty twenty affect you at all? Um, you know, just with everything going on with the C nineteen and all that stuff. Like how did it how did it affect you?
1: Um, it really didn't affect me. It really what affected me was it how it affected people around me. Right. Yeah, that right. affected me more than anything. Like as far as me personally, it honestly didn't affect me. But it just affected so many people in my life that, you know just made me want to be closer to the family and just, you know, just be safe out here.
0: Nah, I dig that. I dig that. And talking about family and, you know, I just brought up New Orleans. Um, in 2005, we know about Hurricane Katrina and how that came about um, and how a lot of people had to relocate and shift, you know, just gears and everything. Um, and I know that was the same year that y'all started um, Young Money as well. Um, but talk about just how Hurricane Katrina affected your people.
1: Yeah, it affected her. me too. Actually, I actually, I actually, okay. I was there when it when it happened. Like, I actually swam out of Hurricane Katrina. Shit. Hell uh,
0: yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Um, just with that though, like, I know they was giving people like a, a little bit of a heads up, like telling people to evacuate, um, and stuff. But like, what was what was your mindset? You know, what I mean, I, I know, I know that's difficult too, because I can't imagine relocating. You know what I'm saying? from everything I know,
1: but how? You know, we was raised in hurricane seasons. Like that's something that comes every every year. So it's like, every time it's a hurricane, nobody really like gets that scared and leave. Like people Mm. uh, go through the hurricane process. Like a lot of people stay home and go through the hurricane process. But this particular one, it was like, they'll warn you about a hurricane, but this one, it was like, really like warning you. Like, like, yeah. I think y'all need to dip, you know what I mean? But me, I just was—I sent my family to to Texas, but I stayed. I stayed, you. and you know, I woke up to to Katrina.
0: Jesus Christ! Thank God you knew how to swim.
1: <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Shit,
0: that's crazy. I I never forget when that happened, man. Um, so taking it back, you you brought up Squad Up, and any you know Cash Money, Young Money fans, you know know about Squad Up, and that's your roots. Um, so
1: let's talk about that. So why did y'all decide to call it Squad Up? Um, I honestly don't even remember why we called it Squad Up. Like, I think it was just, like, just something. It wasn't no particular reason. Like, it was just. Okay. I think this is what it was, honestly. I think I think Wayne got inspired by Mob Deep with the tattoos mm-hmm. on his knuckles. With the okay. Mob Deep on their knuckles. And I honestly think he just wanted to put some shit that could fit on his knuckles. <laughs> okay, respect. So, so, because before Squad Up was a rap group, it was honestly, a, uh, he he started it as a cl- like a clothing line. So right. we just like on some squad shit. So we got squad shit tattered on our knuckles when we was kids. And that's that was- crazy. Like, yeah, I think he was just more like going for the, you know, he seen my beat with my beat on their knuckles and he just wanted to get some shit that could fit on our knuckles. So he just came up with that type shit. Okay,
0: that's crazy. Um and I know you and Wayne met like when y'all was youngsters but what was that first encounter like
1: <laughs> Uh my homeboy cuz I met him through my my homeboy Mario and um they was in they was in our neighborhood chilling at at Mario crib and I, I was I think I was around the corner doing so I was outside around the corner it was kind of late at night <clears throat> and I passed by Mario crib and when I got there they had a little dice game going so Mm. I started shooting dice with him. That's how me and him really, like, formally met each other. Like, I knew him through, in passing because he would always come through the neighborhood with Mario. But that night, that was the night I met him formally, like, through a dice game. Right. <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Uh, what was the craziest situation that y'all been in together?
1: <laughs> Honestly, that night was, but I can't really see mm. I mean, But that night was, like, that's that's how me and him even got a bond that night do mm. some crazy shit that happened that very night. Respect. Respect.
0: Uh, what was the time that he told you that he was most proud of you?
1: Uh, Probably like, I mean, he says, he randomly says shit like every blue moon. Like anytime he'll, if, he, if we in the studio, it could be just me and him and he'll just see me rapping. Uh, mm. uh, Just taking control of a song that, of a song we doing and he'll just be like, damn, like He'll just reminisce on, like, damn, you really wasn't a rapper. Yeah. Like, you really in here, like, controlling this shit, like, doing this shit your way. Like, you really in here doing this shit. Like, and he'll say say little things like that in the studio. And just a bunch of other times, like.
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say.
1: This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim. Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right.
0: You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor,
1: State Farm is there.
0: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: If I come out, like if I come out on this set and then the crowd go crazy, he'll just Mm. he'll he'll forget. He's like he almost forget that I that I'm a rapper. Like it's like. It's weird because I really wasn't a rapper. Like, he just really, mm-hmm. like, you know, pushed it on.
0: Facts. What was that, like, pivotal point for you, though, where you was like, all right, let me really take this serious and put both feet into this rapping thing. Let me really, really do this. Because I know how it is to be, you know, straddling the fence with
1: both. It's crazy because I, I know I probably started rapping in 2000 two like like really in 2002 around the squad up 2000 2002 around the squad up time but mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really start taking it serious until around maybe around like a year or two before I put my first mixtape up.
0: Hmm.
1: yeah that, that's around the time when I started taking it serious because you gotta think like all of those years I had never stepped out on my own and do my own thing. I had always been dedicated to being a group member. Right. So that lets you know right there, you, you're you not too, you know, worried about your own self. You're worried about this group. So, you know, I didn't start taking taking it serious, serious till I started putting out my solo mixtape. Because mm. it was so... Mm being in the group you only had to do verses here group. and a hook here and there. like you know but once you step out on your own and start doing your own thing and I realized how much work it is putting a putting a project together. On right. your, that's when I realized I was like, all right, I'm, I'm I gotta do this shit now. I really gotta do this shit now.
0: Nah facts. Facts. How did that make you feel though when you did get to that point where you like yo like I'm I'm really doing this music thing
1: for real. I felt good. I feel good. Still for to sure. this, day, still to this day, like I feel good about everything I've done. Respect. Yeah. Respect.
0: How's your relationship with all the past members of Squad up?
1: Good, good. With every last one of them, I'm right. not just saying that just to be saying that. Like those, all of them, are family, still to this day.
0: For sure, for sure. Respect. Okay, well, fast forward a little bit. Um, cash Money comes about. Um, so, so talk about that. Just like, what's your greatest memory around that time when you know Wayne beget, begins to, you know, be with Cash Money, and you know, what I mean, Cash Money just starts this whole massive wave in the music industry and just affects the whole culture.
1: You start. You we going back to like which which years? Like the 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 Cash the juvenile.
0: nineteen ninety. Yeah, the the ninety joints.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy because. Yeah, I think I was still, like, we was young as the fuck. Like he was Young as hell. But, but he was, but I was I was still, sometimes, I went on the road with him all the time around that time because I still was like doing my thing at home. So Got you. I would hop on the road with him sometime and then I would go out there. But just to see that that era, like, you know, the, the craziness that came with that era, like they, they, were, they were big as, they was a big group. You know what I mean? Like really traveling right. everywhere, with 40, 50 people everywhere. Mm. like I just I learned a lot from being around being around them for real all of mm. them
0: okay well speaking about that what's some some stuff that you learned directly and indirectly being around all of that
1: just how to survive on the road that was first thing because you know you have to know how to survive on the road like you know I learned okay. I, was, I learned that early like before I even started rapping <laughs> okay you know what I mean how to survive on the road and just how to you know just how to move just had to mm. know how to move without, you know, causing like, too much of a, of a scene or just making yourself a target out here. Like they just knew how to move. They were wild, but they knew how to move at the same time. Mm,
0: that's some real shit. Do you think it was more dangerous then or more dangerous now? Because like you said, you gotta know how to move.
1: Then, Then easy, easily then, because there gotcha. was no social media. It wasn't no, you know, people nowadays probably scared to do shit because of social True. media cameras back then then, nobody ain't them. They was moving on you if they wanted something from you Mm, that's real shit
0: that makes sense um what do you think you guys mean to new orleans
1: um i i don't know i honestly don't know i you know sometimes you got to step out of your own self to see what you know what other people see about you so i really can't see I see, I know people do respect and got love for me, but you know, you'll never know until, you know, until you just disappear, you know what I mean? And then people start looking for you, but, but I can tell you this, I can tell you like, young money means a lot. I know young money as a whole means a lot to to Orleans. all. Like a lot, you know what I mean? Like show a lot of respect and people just hold up. A lot of people just want to, you know, I'm not going to say mimic, but they want to, you know, aspire to be what, do what what we did.
0: Absolutely. Still to this day, not just New Orleans. I was just asking because I know that's where, you know, y'all from. So I know just that being a hometown, like I know the love there is is just massive. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, What
0: was the last? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just saying I definitely get a lot of love at home.
0: No, in fact, I can only imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. uh when was the
1: last time you got a chance to speak to uh BG? Um, I tried to well, I talked to his son. I talked to his son a lot. And um, gotcha. I spoke to his son like maybe three weeks ago. And I was trying okay. to reach, trying to get him to reach out to me, but his, he was being like moved to another spot or something like that. But he also gotcha. is he should be getting released like real soon. Like, like with that's what we keep the, hearing. Like he he might be out. Like for real, I ain't gonna lie. Cause the last time, <laughs> last time I spoke to his son, his son said that he was gonna be out in a couple of weeks, and that was a few weeks ago when I spoke to him. Maybe he keeping it on the low. Maybe right. he's out. And then I seen um, some some Cash Money guys, and they told me the same thing. They was like BG coming home next week, and that was a few weeks ago. So who knows? Good. He might be home, but I was looking for him, trying to reach out to him, and just make sure he's straight, and just if he needs. Absolutely. Needed, but his son was like, he was good, we'll be about to come home, and, and that was it. I was waiting for him to come home okay. after that.
0: Okay. Respect, respect, man. I think we all ready for that. We've been hearing, like, that he about to be on the way home, so we like, when he coming? So, okay, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, So, fast forward again, man, we get to Young Money, like I said, that's 2005. Um, just talk about just, you know, Young Money coming together, like, and then with that being that same year as as Katrina, like, how did that all work?
1: Um, yeah, just, I guess that was just like, I think, I think Wayne had that energy around him. Like, he was just going for it. Like, that's when he was just going for it, going for it. Like, as far as music and just rapping and just letting people know what it was. And he was just attracting a bunch of energy. Like, everybody wanted to come. You know, it wasn't even like he was looking for everything. It was just coming to right. him. You know what I mean? Like it was just really coming to him. Like the Drake situation came to him, the Nikki situation mm. came to him.
0: Tiger, all
1: mm. situation just really fell in his lap. You know, mean? Mm. and then for you know it, we all were together in Miami, just recording a bunch of music together and then that led to the uh the, the first Young Money album and you mm-hmm. know, there was a big old singles that dropped with that.
0: Master singles crazy i mean and with drake i think i think wayne said he was watching degrassi so that's how he seen drake but um talk oh. about this you know the the early stages of drake and nikki and i know you mentioned tiger as well but talk about the early stages of them like did you already know in your mind like these was gonna be superstars like did you already see that yeah i well i'm gonna
1: be well tiger i mean him that wasn't at first, at first, me and Tiger didn't spend a lot of time in the studio together. But once I spent time in the studio together with him and I worked with him, I knew he was gonna go. But immediately, Mickey and Drake, like I, I basically knew immediately, like, especially Drake. Like, Drake, Drake had a he had a huge following before he even like signed with Young Money. That's what you know, like, I was like for real, for real, because I was because one the first time I met him, we was in I forgot what state we were in, but we was on tour, and I. Uh, and me and him, we actually had to share a room that day. That day. So that we subway, Yeah, we walked the subway, and then we were walking the subway. Mind you, I didn't know anything about him. I just knew he had to do music. Yeah. So while we were walking the subway, it was just a bunch of little girls just, like, running up on him and shit. You know what I mean? And I was okay. like, you know what I mean? And I I had to ask him, what you got going on? And he was like, "Right." do the show called The grassy. <laughs> and then that's when i that's when i started to put it together like all right he already got a following fact right. he got his thing going already you know what i mean so yeah so mm. basically from there i knew i was like all right he got that going already plus his music though thing is only up for him so true so yeah, true it's pretty much the yeah. same thing with nikki know, I mean, nikki was uh doing her thing on the mixtape scene mixtape scene in new york up top She was doing a lot of mixtape shit and DVDs and shit, so I had... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level.
0: Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities,
1: Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. i already been seeing her before she even came around, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, so when she came around, I basically knew the same thing. I was like, one well, Wayne put the stamp on her and start doing music with her and they start releasing it. She going to go. Because she a female. There was, there was, you know, the world was just tweaking for a new female at the time. And it just ain't have nothing new as far as females go at the time. And Nikki just come through and that was a wrap. Nikki is
0: forever the GOAT, man. Love Nikki, for sure. And I can only imagine just on the, on the early end just, you know, just the work ethic. And, you know, with her being a female, trying to keep up with y'all, so I can only imagine what that was like back then. But that's so dope. That's so dope. Yeah, yeah man. Um. So Fast forward, you know, some years later, man, um, everybody waiting on the damn Carter Five. We're like, what the hell is the Carter Five. How was it for you and all the artists on the roster seeing Wayne publicly feud it with Birdman? Because, like, on the fan side, we looking like, what the hell is going on? So how was it for you as an artist? It
1: was crazy. Like, I was just trying, you know, just trying to be a partner, a friend to him, and just Need to uh, be supportive during the whole situation. So I was in the trenches with him in the studio every night, going through that shit with him, you know, like, like recording through. That's what that's what we did. Recording through that bullshit. You know, like that's all we did. We were in the studio every night, recording. Like everything was gonna be alright. <laughs> that, that's just what we did, like, and that's what happened. For real, for real, just recording out with that. True, true, true
0: dig that? I dig that, man. Um, so just looking back at just your career and all the things the child has been through together, um, you know, would you say that it's more dangerous being a artist or is it more dangerous being in the streets?
1: Uh, both are kind of dangerous. The streets is always way more dangerous, but man, right. artist is dangerous too because at the end of the day, everybody knows you and you don't know them. I don't know what people think of you or what people might feel about you, if they like you, if they want something from you. You don't know what to expect when you walk out the door and see.
0: Nah, that's a fact. So it's always that's a fact.
1: But the streets is definitely... I take, the, I take an artist over, over the streets any day.
0: Hell yeah. Definitely. Nah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, what advice would you tell your younger self if you could talk to your younger teenage self what would you tell the younger gutter
1: gutter? I wish I would have taken it in a little more serious earlier on. You know I mean, not waited so so long. I think I would have grown into something else. Mm. Yeah. Got definitely wouldn't have told me to. I would have stepped on the gas when I first started rapping. I would have been like, "I'm gonna own shit up."
0: They did. I would,
1: okay. I, would have been, I would, I was, you know, I was dedicated to the thing, but I would have definitely should have made time for myself.
0: Right. I got you. Respect yeah. that. Respect that. Um, do you feel like you underrated?
1: Yeah, I think I hear that so much to where that honestly is, is, is the compliment that lets me know I'm, I'm mm. very, that's, the, that's like damn near the ultimate compliment for me, but True. I guess. I get told that like every day, every day of my life, I hear yeah, that from somebody. True. I ain't mad at
0: it. Word. Okay. Yeah. It's not a bad thing at all. You know what I mean? At the end
1: of the day, man. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, I just keep working. I'm thinking, you know, at some point, you know, yeah, everything will make sense. You know what I mean? And people will stop looking at me like, oh, he's underrated. Like maybe they'll say mm. you know, Maybe they'll say something else next year.
0: Got you. It's real shit.
1: Real you shit.
0: Keep, you just gotta keep working at the end of it. You know what I mean. Big facts. Big fucking facts. Um, so stepping away from music for a minute, man. Talk about fatherhood. How's fatherhood for you? Great. Great. Love
1: my kids.
0: Yeah. That's fact. That. Um, talk about some lessons that your kids have taught you. You know what I mean? Some indirect lessons, like you know, I'm sure they teach you stuff every day, just like you teach them stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean. First of all, my, my first daughter taught me how to just be a, a man, period. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, like, mm-hmm. I had L when I was 17, 16 years old. So I'm really oh, a word. When I had L, like, I just learned how to be a complete man when I had Right. But, you know, kids just teach you things every day. Just, you just pay attention to the little things, you know what I mean? Right now, it's just more like, I'm just more into what they got going on in school. They right. Well, two of, them, uh, two of them make the best grades ever. One of them just got accepted in college preparatory school next year, next year. So they they're doing good. Like, that's all I care about, honestly. Is as long as they it, cool.
0: Big facts, big facts. And we know you got a birthday coming up, man, next month. You got any plans? Uh,
1: I'll probably drop some music on my birthday. That's my plan. Word. That's Not cool. That. I'm pretty sure they're going to have like a audience, like a little, you know, a, a club walkthrough or something from we'll see. Nah, facts. With this COVID shit, you never know. So just, uh,
0: True. How's it in Miami right now? Because I ain't been to Florida or nothing yet since everything. Like, is it pretty open? Because I'm in Atlanta and it's open as hell out here. Yeah,
1: it's pretty much what at one point it wasn't, but now it's like from what I understand. Somebody came by, the, by my spot. They thought, Two days ago, and they was telling me like they was all on the beach, and they were in different spots, and they was just open. So I was like, you know, that was weird for me because I thought it was kind of shut down, but I guess not. I know I ain't, oh, made club in I ain't been clubbing at all, so I, I don't know what the spots, you know, the club spots looking like. I really just been going from the store to the crib. Damn all right. To right. so a restaurant here and there, but
0: for I sure.
1: Know, not that much during the Nah, facts.
0: I dig that. I dig that. I dig that, man. Um, So I got one final question for you that I'd like to ask all my guests because um, the name of the show is called The Progress Report. Um, So i like to ask all my guests to define the word progress. So what does the word progress mean to you?
1: The word progress means to me is just progress to me is just you know, I guess following and Chasing your dreams and just making making things happen. Making things that you love but that's important
0: in your
1: life. Make
0: that happen. Just being successful. Word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Respect, man. Uh well what's coming up next? I know you say you might release some music on your birthday, but anything else that we should know about?
1: but We ain't sit down to have the actual meeting yet. But, um, that, of course, I'm just gonna shoot a ton of visuals and, you know, a bunch of things. Like, mainly music, that's the main thing I'm gonna do right now. I'm just dropping a bunch of for the people that wanna
0: hear. Okay, for sure. It's time for that, man. Um, again, I definitely appreciate your time. Um, hopefully next time we can get in person, you know what I mean? What's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepherd. Boss birthday the most lit. What's up? It's your girl, DJ Sound. Look, we interview some of the biggest artists on the come up. Hey, man, if you ever in Atlanta, y'all make sure y'all hit us up now. Hey, hit us up today. That's so where you need to be, man. A progress support DM us right now. Let's go. stay at 9, tune in every time. Uh, we don't do no cap, report only facts. Practice report. We got the news, knowing the views, we got the stats, keep it a rack, come to the pack, no where we at. We stay at nine, so tune in every time, we don't do no cap, report only facts. Uh. Progress Report, we got the news, knowing the views, we got the stats, keep it a rack, come to the pack, know where we at. Yeah. 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 Everybody loves McDonald's fries.